I was thinking, why did they name it Licorice Pizza? And then I thought about the characters. And yeah. to me, the characters don't go together. Oh. And neither does Licorice and Pizza go together. Wow. But it's also like, like maybe? When you, <laughs> I've never when had you it. do put them together, it's like kind of gross. But, but also it's maybe. <laughs> it's like maybe this is for the, genius. For a really crazy person, it's like, yeah, it works. Do you guys like Hawaiian pizza, like pineapple pizza? I do. You do? Yeah. Uh, so weird. I'm slightly. <laughs> I like pineapple, but I don't know about. I like pizza. it slightly less than. Uh, I like it. <laughs> what? I wanted to say I'm indifferent, but it's I'm less than indifferent. You don't like it very yeah. much. Yeah. I like sweet and savory mixed together. Mm, yeah, that's that's a combo so. that's hard for me. Okay. My well, mom will make these stews and it, she'll put a lot of like molasses and honey in it. And it'll well be that's like another chicken thing. and grains. Then yeah. it'll be like, this is sweet though, mom. Yeah, that's well, another this thing. This is sweet, though. mom. <laughs> it's not like horrible, but I'm just like, I'm not crazy about it. Like, yeah, I don't love that combo. I like sweet and salty. I don't know how to describe it. Hmm. Maybe sweet and salty. I like I savory know. salty. Savory well, sweet is a tough one. First, we have big, a, uh, first big spoiler of the movie. Wait, first big spoiler of nothing the to do with licorice or pizza. They Luke don't eat is pizza not once. loving that. His <laughs> face not, was upset. They don't eat pizza once. They could have easily no. eaten pizza once in that movie. It would have been so easy. It was always no, hamburgers. Oh, but it makes you think about why is it named licorice pizza? Should we say like spoilers throughout this? Yeah. Spoilers. So many that's spoilers. A, that's assumed. All right. If you're coming, there's not a lot to spoil, but whatever. Okay, that was a little harsh. <laughs> Because nothing happened. <laughs> uh, yeah. Spoilers. There's no. There's well, no licorice pizza. Can what did you What did you think it meant, Jamin? You were saying that maybe there's another meaning. Oh, should I get into that? Yeah. Right, right away. Well, are you saying what he thought it meant before he watched it or after? Okay, so before I watched it, I, I thought that there was going to be pizza in there for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then, right before we watched it, Mike. I'd seen it and he's like, by the way, there's no licorice or pizza in there. I was like, oh. Just don't want you to get your hopes up. <laughs> and part of me was like, I, I don't know. I don't know why I would care about that. But then it also kind of, <laughs> I went into the movie thinking, oh, there's not going to be any pizza or licorice. In <laughs> What's even the point of watching this movie? <laughs> like you're like a little disappointed. <laughs> I just was thinking about it. I don't know if I was disappointed it's just or not. It's so bold, and then it doesn't follow through. Right. It's such a weird name that it, it it's like, oh, well, that must have purpose. Yeah. You know? And but now I feel I mean, like it it's like even deeper word. than... Uh, so that's what I'm getting at. What What is deeper about well, the name? Okay. Should we, get, should we get into the story and then come back to... Oh, okay. The no, I'll just go okay. for it. No, I'll just go for it. No. Uh, no what I... Th Afterwards, Gracie and I were, were reflecting on it as we're walking out of the theater and we're thinking, praying about it. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, did we make a good decision <laughs> watching this movie? <laughs> no. Uh, I was thinking, why did they name it Licorice Pizza? And then I thought about the characters. And yeah. to me, the characters don't go together. Oh. And neither does Licorice and Pizza, pizza. go together. Wow. But it's also like... Like, w maybe? 
when you <laughs> I've never when had you it. do put them together, it's like kind of gross. But <laughs> also <laughs> maybe it's like maybe this is for the genius. for a really crazy person. It's like maybe that works. Yeah, it's a really that's a, a really pleasant like visual. Like it's, it's like a really pleasant thought for some reason. Like <laughs> like the words kind together. Of a gross thought, but <laughs> no, no, no. If you don't like think about taste or anything, it uh-huh. it looks nice. At yeah. least, like the picture is nice in my mind. Yeah, I'd of say those words. Of, like, I bet little pieces of licorice on pizza. No, no, no. Not Probably like sixty-five percent like of it is like this. Just a fun-sounding title for yeah. a movie. It, it it is fun sounding, but it could it, be. So you're not actually th- thinking about licorice physically being on pizza. No. That's not what you mean. No, like you mean when you see the words written out, you're like, ah. Yeah. Yeah. It's like <laughs> it's nice. It evokes a certain. <laughs> yeah. Feeling. Exactly. For some reason, it it feels nostalgic. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's just because I already knew it was attached to like a seventies film. I think it like it I didn't I don't I don't think I knew that it was attached to a seventies film going in, but like after the after the film I see how well that title fits it. Hmm. Like the what it evokes, the feeling that it evokes fits really well with what the movie was about. Yeah. Mm. Not so much licorice and pizza. I do like <laughs> that analysis though of the two yeah. not, not going together. Yeah, that's, that's probably good. Probably what it is. Uh, that's I what say. I that felt like the whole movie was. That makes just the most sense out of the story. Kind of. Just like character study of two characters that are pretty different, but a little similar. Okay. Yeah. Well, before we go further, can I can I share a little bit about my experience? Please, <laughs> please do. <laughs> I've talked to I've talked to I've talked to Jamin slightly about this. I've barely talked to Gracie and then I haven't talked to you at all. Yeah, so I came in this morning. I didn't want to talk with you guys at all about <laughs> it because I wanted it I all to be I could feel you fresh. avoiding it. I could feel it. You're like, I, I, I saw the movie last night. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask me about it. Don't ask me about it. So I uh, left your guys' place last night and I the movie was scheduled for 6.55, and I was, I left, like, a little after, I think I left at your place, like, 7, and it was, like, and it's, like, a, it was, like, a 7 to 10 minute drive, and I was, like, okay, there's probably going to be, like, 20 minutes of previews and stuff, right. so like, but I was, like, kind of nervous, it's like, will I make it there for the beginning, and, and so I got there, I kind of rushed in, and to my disappointment, it wasn't still in previews, and I and I oh no I you was missed thrown, the beginning yeah I missed the beginning but I don't know how much of the beginning <gasps> and I don't know what I missed and oh I don't no know how, I don't know how critical it is so the point at which I came into the theater was when uh, Gary first uh, takes Alana out on a date and oh. they're in that in oh, that restaurant and you missed a lot really that is how much well well not a i wouldn't say a lot but you missed a whole scene a good and it was seven it's minutes a beautiful five first to seven scene, i must say <laughs> so okay so let's set this let's set this the stage my worst so greatest fear it's yeah the, sorry, the first scene fault. definitely sets up the whole like no. i feel like you needed the first scene you, i know you see the you see a nice follow shot like i'm pretty sure it's in most of the scene is like one one it's almost yeah. all one take. A few, yeah. maybe a few shots, but it's basically one take. It's and she pretty. and she's walking. Yeah, it's just like it's okay. like at the high school. Describe she's walking. It to me. She's walking through. <laughs> you know, it's outside, and she the, the you know our main character's walking alone. I mean, you don't know who she is yet. Yeah. And out of nowhere, he kind of enters frame. Like Gary enters frame and starts just like 
just interacting with her right away, like just so confidently. And, and so they don't know like, each other at all at they, this point. They don't. And he like introduces himself and he's basically like, you can tell he's like into her like yeah. right away. Yeah. I mean, but he kind of says it. <laughs> Opening scene. I missed it. What happened? Do you, rem- do you remember what he says first off? I feel like he says something like, I think he immediately asked her, do you wa- want can I take you out to dinner or something? <laughs> I think it, I, I think the first thing he says, he, yeah. he just kind of comes into frame, but you're not sure their dynamic at this point. I'm thinking they're both high schoolers. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I was also, yeah, I thought, she, I thought she was maybe a senior in high school. He was more of like a sophomore freshman or something. Mm-hmm. She has a very youthful look mm-hmm. yeah. and you start to realize like the f- camera just follows them through like walking around outside and in and it's in super tight like the whole t- it's like medium it's tracking like steady cam shot and it's super tight the, mm-hmm. yeah. the whole time it's yeah. great and and uh it's just like moving with them and he'll stop and he keep he's just basically pestering her mm-hmm. to like hang out with him and she's really annoyed and she's just yeah and she's like how she is for the whole movie she's just yeah. like ah, trying to act like she doesn't yeah. appreciate it in some way but right off the bat, you start you you are kind of like, I mean, he's being a little bit like. Oh yeah, he's a, he's super ballsy. He's just yeah. the it's most like annoying. A, it's a little annoying. You find it? Oh, I thought I did. Never uh-huh. mind. That sounded like Tom Waits, who's also that in the movie, was, which was, was David Bowie, which got me very excited. Oh, that's not Tom Waits. Okay. Um. Yeah, he's awesome. Oh, he was so good in it. He's. I mean, he's probably my favorite. Like artist like um mm-hmm. solo artist you know and he's so amazing that like in everything he acts in as well but um the the camera kind of follows them from outside to inside into the gymnasium and they're setting up like photos yeah. and he walks in and he gets his photo taken mm-hmm. and you realize she's working with the photo company oh okay yeah they reference that a few times and i was like trying to understand yep. yeah so that scene you start realizing oh she doesn't know him at all. Mm-hmm. She works for the, like as a photographer or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, and they're just taking pictures of these kids who are uh, high schoolers. Yeah. But they do such a good job of establishing who the characters are in that dialogue that I was impressed right away because, you know, dialogue's my favorite mm-hmm. thing. It's like it either makes or breaks it. And right away I was like, oh, they're doing such a good job of like giving you just enough information, but not like, you know, not giving giving you like this over the top exposition yeah. you know it's like just yeah. enough you're like okay yeah and uh i mean she said she ends up going out with him obviously that's the next yeah. scene but that's like okay yeah one one thing that was really interesting about that scene is the the age their ages is established almost immediately yeah she, and i thought she says, i thought she was lying i thought she was oh. lying i thought i was like for sure she's you know maybe just out of high school maybe a senior in high school <laughs> and in the way in which they're like going back and forth in the in their conversation, it she could easily say, "Oh, I'm 25. I can't go out with you." You know, like trying to right. just like shut him down. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, obviously, but yeah, I thought that was really clever, the way in which they, the way in which the dialogue was written, and of course, in yeah, you don't know yeah. about her character yet, so you don't know like if she's just like saying things mm-hmm. to to make herself look more whatever or because she's immature or whatever but she definitely gives off a vibe of like i i'm not sure about it <laughs> well it's it's it works because so he's 15 and she's 25 
in the beginning. I think that he, what is she's like, you're so young. Like I couldn't go out with you. But he is. He's been an actor, a child actor, and clearly seen more of the world, and probably made more money, and probably mm -hmm. had more experiences than her. Mm -hmm. At the time, he's 15. And she is kind of a young 20, 25, yeah. where she's kind of, like, aimless. And still at home. She still lives at home, and she, you know, has this sort of, like, dead-end job she doesn't even really like. Mm -hmm. And so there's this interesting thing where they sort of meet in the middle, personality-wise, mm -hmm. where she's kind of a young 25, he's kind of an old 15. Mm -hmm. But right away, you're sort of just like, uh, okay. And, and I'm going into this movie knowing literally that Paul Thomas Anderson directed it, and that's it. I didn't yeah, watch a trailer. I, yeah. I didn't even know it was about these two characters. I yeah. didn't know what it was. Wow. So I'm just like along for the ride. <laughs> and I'm thinking. That's awesome. This guy's going to. I just kept feeling like this guy is going to go too far. Like I was like, this guy's going to stalk her. He's going to get yeah. into some shady stuff. Yeah. Like I'm thinking it's going to go boogie nights. Mm -hmm. Like it's going to get crazy. Yeah. Like, especially that scene where he calls her and pretends to be lance and then doesn't say anything on the phone yeah like, so she she's dating that kid and he lies and say that it's so good yeah he lies and says that it's it's the guy she's dating yeah and then he just sits on the phone in silence yeah he just want he <laughs> just wanted to see an emotional moment though. it's beautiful oh he, my gosh. he just wanted to see what her reaction was when she knew it was him and he's mm -hmm. so bummed because she's like hi lance I, and he's just like I think oh, yeah. like he's but crushed that she even is excited yeah. to talk he, to this but guy. And maybe he also wanted to hear what her voice would sound like if to be that guy receiving that oh, yeah. affection on the other end. I think also when when they both when she realizes who it is actually on the phone, mm -hmm. that's a so much deeper emotion than what she was feeling when she answered the phone originally. Like oh, yeah. you could like you could feel the tension. <laughs> oh my gosh, there's so much tension through the phone. Of like yeah. just desire, like you could feel her desire in like this weird, twisted way, which was really interesting. Yeah, but it's so um, it's so interesting, like that you want them. I did. Yeah, I wanted them to get together. But yeah. going back to wait, was it your point about like not going in? Well, you're going in expecting something because of who you've known the director to to be what he's what done he's before yeah but it says a lot about him too that like he can he still produces something that's completely unexpected he's doing something unexpected in the opposite way now yeah he's he's <laughs> gone so far making things that are unexpected in a way that i mean there will be blood is probably his best known and in my opinion his best movie yeah but it's unexpected because it's called there will be blood it's got the most horrific scary intense soundtrack ever and it's actually way more subtle and chill and like patient uh than you're expecting you're, i i expected like oh it's going to be this like bloody western when i saw the the trailer yeah. and the ads and like there will be blood i was like but this it is going to be epic there's definitely like some tension and no there is and there will be blood you know <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like there yeah. is some blood <laughs> yeah <laughs> but like but it's not like this crazy violent thing i feel like that was unexpected boogie nights is about like the porn industry and gets really like disturbing and it has like some violence and some like mm -hmm. you know a lot more to say than just like hey look it's like 70s porn stuff like, magnolia is all over the place definitely goes 
wild. Like, all over yeah. the place, yeah. So unexpected. Punch well, Drunk Love, like, that cur- turns yep. in... There's, like, thriller moments in that where, like, he saves her. So, like, there's... He sets things up in a way where every movie, it's like, oh, this is gonna get, like... I would kept being, like... And, like, he has so many characters yeah. where the characters are so strong that that you don't know what they're going to do. Yeah. Like, yeah. Unex- so, so unpredictable. What? I don't know if I'd necessarily agree that it was very unexpected, the, the licorice pizza. I mean, it was unexpected for me in the sense that, like, I was expecting it to go into thriller territory. Okay. Oh, okay. Where were the yeah. moment? Where were the moments that you thought it was going to be very different than what it was? Well, I mean, I just didn't think that it would stay very um, grounded. I thought it was going to start to get, like, dramatized like yeah. i thought they would would take it from a movie about these two characters sort of meeting and trying to figure life out and becoming entrepreneurs i felt like that would be the setup and then i thought that it would get into some sort of crazy dramatic over the top territory of some kind mm-hmm. where some character would snap or they would run into some shady characters it's like it's it's hollywood in the 70s like i'm thinking and it was reminding me of um, once upon a time in Hollywood. Yeah, same. And I, I was like, of that too. Yeah. when is it going to get crazy? I thought the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, cause the, the whole thing with, uh, Bradley Cooper's character. Yeah. I thought that. So that was going to get crazy. I was like, here we go. And this is did, going into insane. It had insane almost terror. no yeah. consequences, no payoff for the rest of the story. Which was a little, I guess thinking back on it now, like it was a little disappointing, but I also. I was disappointed. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. That's I just like the whole movie, though. So every, every scene just feels like one that. thing that conversation that we had was I, I was trying to put into words how it, those scenes made me feel like it felt like it. You're like sitting uh, with your grandpa or something and he's telling you all these like set like for, yeah. you know, a few weeks and you're like, it's just like stories of his childhood and he's just like and then one day i went down the road and and then there was a you know bradley cooper you know and yeah. there's it's just like all these disjointed moments yeah. in someone's life and that's what it felt like to me and then mike you told me that it's actually based on someone's true experiences he, apparently paul thomas anderson's friend grew up in hollywood in a lot of the and he had a, like a mattress company <laughs> and he like was a former child actor who kind of like grows out of his cuteness and doesn't have work anymore. And he just yeah. becomes an entrepreneur and, and he starts telling these stories to him over drinks. Really? And so he, Paul Thomas Anderson, I think based a lot of this on that and like mm-hmm. knowing that I'm like, Oh, this makes so yeah. much sense now Yeah, because it is such a grounded, realistic depiction of uh, a, a bizarre relationship, but it's definitely not like your run of the mill uh, love story or your average like right. Paul Thomas Anderson movie even like this is probably his most reserved but in this in some ways the most complex because there's so much that happens every you're introduced to so many different characters and scenarios that any one of those they, he could have took that and and ran with it mm-hmm. you know yeah. but he doesn't it just because it's like right. it's it's it's, an, it's there and then it's gone and then we're yeah. on to the next thing but the through line is there interaction and their their relationship is getting more and complex and, yeah. and deep 
Mm-hmm. And I mean, I didn't really know it was a love story until, the last, messy until the, the last, the last line. Hmm. Last I didn't, shot, I, I yeah. did, it didn't register to me. Like I'm watching a love story. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not a, it's not a thriller or kinda whatever. S- similar thing to phantom thread. Almost. It's like a twisted yeah. kind of love yeah. story. Yeah. Um, what were you I, specifically disappointed about? Like, well, I, I was just talking specifically about that thing with Bradley Cooper that, and there were, there were lots of, there are so many little vignettes and scenes Yeah. and it felt like almost none of them had consequences outside of that chapter of the mm-hmm. story. Mm-hmm. Right. They didn't, uh, yeah, like the, th- the whole thing with her, um, uh, Sean Penn's character, like on the on her motorbike, that was a great <laughs> like scene, but then it, like, it just felt like a lot of things, just a lot of pieces just kind of thrown together. I mean, that, that makes a lot of sense what you're saying about him getting all these stories from his friend. And I was so, I was so torn, like almost probably halfway through the film. And then th- until afterwards, like the, as I was thinking and debating in my mind, reflecting on like how I felt about it. I the I was thinking the whole time about like about structure like story structure how important it is like how much I could in, enjoy a film with that didn't have a very well executed structure but had like some feeling to it um and I I I was like on the verge of I felt like I kept going back and forth between like yeah but what's it about or like and being frustrated with the lack of um structure consequences like Mm -hmm. sacrifice uh character development and well there's there's character development but um i was go that way between kind of be disappointed with that and then uh, the other way of like kind of making sense of it and like well this is also just like how life is as well like maybe that's what he's saying is like life is kind of disjointed and just like a cobbled string of events sometimes that that don't always make sense but also i'm like part of me is like that was just kind of lazy like i felt like even even if if it is like a bunch of stories from his friend that he's being told like that doesn't necessarily just because they're true doesn't necessarily make it a good story mm-hmm. <laughs> you know I th- yeah. like you gotta there's a certain amount of craft i think that mm-hmm. t- could have taken it further or given me something more to latch on to the um the one moment where i felt like there was some payoff and I felt like it made a little bit of sense of everything was at the end when they're running towards each other. And there's just a really subtle quick cuts between all the times that they've been running with or towards each other. Yeah. And that, uh, that was a cool visual, uh, way to tell the story. Um, and I felt the emotion in that moment. I was like, Oh, this is like their story of like constantly, running at and running away from each other and, and well, just that's like, what the whole movie is I, yeah i think that moment was him saying you've basically been watching this unconventional love story of like yeah. all the different things that had to happen to these two characters for yeah. them to accept that they love each other yeah and come together are it's so random yeah like yeah. for her you get to see her, a new side of her w- with that whole bradley cooper situation she got to see a side of him where he's like he kept his cool under pressure Right. And he sees a whole new side of her where, like, she got him out of a basically life or death situation. Yeah, and she had incredible, like, 
resolve and focus in that moment. That that Going whole scene where he's just she's backing the truck down the hill and there's just no music and yeah. it's just like it all plays in real oh time is so it was so weird and awesome and like yeah. I was so pulled in. Yeah. But because of that, I, I know what you mean where you're like, I want I want like there to be a resolve with Bradley Cooper's yeah. character and there also is that like cutaway scene with Bradley Cooper like smashing these cars or something like at the end of the movie and yeah. the, you never saw what that was. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> what was that? That would be awesome. Like, like I want that shown. Right, and that um, I think was played in the trailer too. Yeah. I didn't see the trailer ahead of time so that was I, I was glad I didn't but I totally would understand why anyone would watch this movie and say nothing happened, it was boring. Yeah. What the point, what was the point of that and like for me, I ha- I was struggling with the, that at moments, but then sort of just had to accept. Like I, I accepted, like this isn't this isn't gonna be like that yeah. type yeah. of movie. This isn't the, gonna be like this overly dramatic movie. And when I accepted that, I was like, I fell in love with it that much more because then you just have these nice little scenes and chapters, and you're introduced to these characters, and you get get to enjoy it for what it is. But then yeah. it doesn't just end, it doesn't just end with no purpose. It ends with like yeah. them coming together and you're in yeah like that cutaway scene where you're showing all the times that she's been running mm-hmm. towards him. Like when he got arrested, like that scene kind of feels really random. Mm-hmm. But she like you see that like she really cares about yeah. him. Like she's no, she's running scene. full tilt like to try to like get him out of this situation, mm-hmm. and, and she has to console him, and he's so in, in shock and, and like. That scene was great when they when he gets out and they just like run together like that tracking shot. It was like kind of tight and, and slow motion. Lots of tight really tracking good. shots. Cinematography wise, this movie is incredible. Yeah. It's I, so well. I put don't together. think it was as incredible as some of his past movies. I agree. As like Phantom Phantom Thread, Thread is unbelievable. Pun, yeah, and it's Punch a different, Love. totally different style. It did it like he did. Yeah, the seventy style definitely. Yeah, like, is tapped in. But it just. There, I, it didn't like quite like just make me feel that like magic that that some of his other films have with the the film and, and the cinematography. Really? Oh, that to me like that was what was giving it magic because what yeah, was happening on screen. Yeah, like what what they were doing is like so simple or like yeah. kind of yeah. like if you read it in a script, I'd be like, why are we even shooting this? Yeah. You know, like they're just in a, there's like putting, they're talking about mattresses or something. Yeah. And they're just outside, but like the camera will like glide from one character to the, to the next and like have, a, you get a little piece of this conversation, a little piece yeah. of that conversation. And you feel kind of like you're there observing and like, oh, what's going on? What's over here? Yeah. Oh, let's, oh, they will follow this character <laughs> and then, oh, we'll come back over here. And you're like, to me, it felt so lively and fun. And it was like the way it was being put together, not what was. Yeah. It, it no, it, it was, ob- there were some really great shots and it was like, above average like you know still very uh skillfully done i just didn't think it was at quite at the same level of some I, of yeah. it's so funny of I, some of other films. I feel like i <laughs> i'm i'm like jumping back and forth on like whose side am i on <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, um but with on the cinematography side i it it's definitely i conflicted feelings for me because i there's like moments where i felt like it was too simple it reminded me of like uh uncut gems where it's just like this long like 100 millimeter or 85 millimeter lens on a steady cam and but i like the steady cam shots a lot but then when it was just like statics i felt like it was kind of boring just like over the shoulder stuff just like run of the mill mm-hmm. and so hmm. i don't know i was like there's moments where i was like yeah this is beautiful and then other moments i'm like eh, it seems to be a like really kind connect. of a combination of of the style of Phantom Thread and then some of his older films 
Like it's mm-hmm. it's definitely a combination, definitely and that could be why it's not as strong. Maybe yeah. You mean you mean visu- visual? Well, visually, I, def- I got boogie vi- boogie nights vibes. Yeah, like I got boogie vibes. Boogie <laughs> I got boogie vibes. <laughs> I uh, wanted to boogie. But I do I do think like in terms of cinematography and the way in which the story. I don't know the story, uh, thread. Like I I I left feeling like. PTA did exactly what he wanted to do and he didn't want to do he didn't want to leave us with anything more than mm-hmm. what he gave us like that was the whole point of it like this is what he wanted to it wasn't like a form of weakness to him it was like this is just what I want to put out you know like yeah, yeah. well doesn't mean I have to like what he exactly <laughs> just kidding um no, that's well I w- uh, d- to be fair like I'm a huge I have a really weird like confliction with with him as a director and in, in his films because there will be blood is like so good and boogie nights is so good and i love punch drunk love and then i didn't even finish inherent vice i haven't seen yeah. it i started it and was just like i'm not into this like yeah. i just i was with a friend and we were like an hour in we we're like do you get what's happening he's like nope i'm like i'm not gonna finish this right now sure. yeah. and i never went back to it and i i this movie makes me want to because it is like yeah 70s like aimless period piece and it's just about like a stoner trying to like crack a case or something but he just gets distracted and like gets stoned and like meets random <laughs> characters and has yeah. random conversations and like it feels like it's going nowhere uh-huh. but now that i've seen this i'm like well maybe I'll get it if I watch the whole movie. I don't know. And then the master, I feel like I will like it at this point. But when I watched it years ago, I got nothing from it. I was just like, it was. Really I watched it a couple years ago, and I loved it. You loved it. I loved it. Yeah. I yeah. I need Which to. Movie? The yeah. master. Oh, the master. I need to watch it again because it's so. It yeah. There's like the performances in there are fantastic. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Joaquin uh, Phoenix is like yeah absolutely insane there's nothing Philip he Seymour does Hoffman. wrong <laughs> yeah. he doesn't do anything wrong <laughs> no he's amazing uh, i had uh one more thought about the, the ending scene them running together that um as i watched like uh, like i mentioned those was, was probably one of my favorite scenes that start, that was like the closest thing that it came to like making the whole film feel like a cohesive s- story and yeah. stuff make it feel like i got a sense of their journey and it was all worth it but but the thing that bugged me was like I felt like the the moment like of reunion like it wasn't really earned or like mm, like they were they're like running so dramatically I'm like why are they both running like so sudden like to to see each other like just in terms of pre- what preceded that like there so she she had that whole incident with her boss the mayor goes to the restaurant. Um, with his like partner and they try to stage something where she looks like his girlfriend takes him home and then there's like a small like emotional moment with that guy and then she and then for some reason out of that she just feels this need to go yeah go and find for some reason because she saw that this guy who she's holding up on a pedestal the the politician who she's been like slaving away for has a secret like love interest and yeah, he's, g- he's gay and he doesn't want to he doesn't want to put it into like the he's, public eye yeah. yeah he she sees that she like sees like something that she idolized like this she's always idolizing something i think throughout the film like she's trying yeah. to find something of of meaning mm-hmm. in everything that she does and some that's often a person yeah like a person yeah. that she can like fully 
respect i guess or find meaning from yeah and then she finds that at like this final person that she's tried to do that with is not what she expected him to be like is seeing like oh he's mm. he's a fallen person too you know he, and, and he has his own yeah, love story too like he, he has, has a secret love his story. way uh, and and like that's unconventional I, it almost at, seemed at that, like you know, it, mm. to me it's like it, she felt like oh like if he can love how he wants to love i could love who, who yeah. I actually love, and then she and stop pretending. She walks like, that guy's boyfriend home, and he says something like, "Ah, they're all jerks." Too. Like, yeah, uh, she, he, he's like boyfriends, huh? <laughs> yeah, and yeah. she goes in that moment. She's like, "Yeah," and realizes, "Oh my god!" Like, yeah, I, I, would, I, I, lo I love, I love him, that and scene, I, and I need to be, and I need to let myself be free to love him as this guy is, you know. And I, I don't want to like screw this up, kind of thing. Yeah, and her, she has that realization and runs to him and he's chasing after her because it's like hey i'm having my grand opening of this arcade like you're the one person i'm doing this for because the yeah. whole the whole story is basically them trying to out impress each other i i guess well, i guess i would agree with you luke for him yeah, yeah that's, like i don't that I don't was a really good explanation of her yeah. side but i didn't feel it as much for it was like think, oh she didn't because yeah. they had similar issues like that or throughout the whole film at least where he like, did like yeah I, it was kind of similar i don't i don't think things. i don't know if like we it was communicated that it was that he was doing this whole thing for her because they had that whole fight scene and he was just like he didn't really care he was just like okay pinballs are legal now and i want to make some money and he had that there wasn't any but he like calls her sister and then her, her sister's like yeah, yeah he's good she's gonna come and then like literally he's anxiously waiting at the door but i didn't angry at everybody i didn't yeah. feel that as much because that's just like who he is throughout the whole film yeah. he's always just like nagging and like hey you want to go on a date like like hey you want to i feel like his like his character development wasn't as strong as hers was yeah in, in general. i would definitely agree with that i, would say I felt the i felt character. more yeah. Yeah, yeah i felt more distanced from him and like i didn't care about him as much as i did about her like yeah. she's more humanized that's interesting uh, it just I, felt I, like i felt like i was frustrated by her more even though he was really annoying well, we i was frustrated <laughs> that she just wanted a boyfriend and she was just flirting with every guy yeah. that like came into her path and i'm like what do you want like what do you, like i yeah. mean being co <laughs> it, more connected to annoying. her <laughs> being more connected to her doesn't mean that she wasn't like she was so annoying like yeah. she was yeah. so no, frustrating totally. <laughs> but you can tell yeah. there are moments that were just like her character, you can feel like there's some developments or some shifts that happen. You don't necessarily feel that as much with him. I um, feel like he he. I feel like he matured. I think the scene where he could have like taken advantage of her and he doesn't is yeah, yeah that was part sure. of that. that was sure. I think I think that moment was him being like all he's all talk. Yeah, you know. And but earlier in the movie, you would be convinced that he would do anything to just like touch her or kiss her like or the, he's just yeah. so like needy scene. and just like uh, and just whiny you know like mm -hmm. the scene when she when he's like can i can i see your breasts yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he probably yeah. he would have touched them mm -hmm. like so yeah. that that is like a big yeah. well it's never a enough as soon as she shows him he's like, like can i touch him now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like right away yeah and she's just she like get it. out of here you know the, it just felt like i wanted <laughs> i wanted just like one more like crisis at the end that would have mm -hmm. like been more of a reason to push them back towards each other yeah maybe I, I do him. I really like I think that is a satisfying explanation of her yeah that scene with um that guy's boyfriend that was that was one part where I I got like a little teary-eyed because it, it or at least where we were talking about it and it was like that's the first point in the movie that you kind of felt the emotion of it I remember you saying that yeah it mm -hmm. definitely was like a point where I I felt 
Yeah, just like reconnected to like because I definitely felt like kind of a bystander for a lot of it. Just like mm-hmm. both of these characters are pretty annoying. Like I want to see them get together. They're never going to like work long term. But yeah. this is for the movie's sake. I'd like to see them get together at the end. Yeah. And then I just didn't know if that's what the movie was going to do- be doing. Yeah. I was like, I want that, but I don't know if that's the point. Yeah. The, well, the you could describe the whole story as just the whole thing is just these two people constantly trying to make each other jealous. Yeah. Like it was nothing but <laughs> an, an, yeah. an endless string of like other love interests that they're just like in front of like, mm, see me with this person. Oh, mm. but you see me with this person. Oh, you see me with this person. Yeah. And, and like, if they would just stop what, being that's immature whole, that's what and like do. actually have conversation and yeah. just like be like, but well, that, but he's, that's tr- part he's of that. trying through the whole thing and she's like, she's like shutting him down. But she, but as soon as he stops, she misses it. She wants it. You know, it's oh, yeah. so funny. Yeah. I, I I was enjoying it. I enjoy his writing so much. Like I just enjoy characters sitting down and talking where you feel like they're actual characters. Like yeah. Yeah. to me, anytime a movie does that, I don't even need to know the backstory or situation. I just enjoy being in that. Yeah. So yeah. I, I was laughing like most of the movie. And, right. and there was only a few other people in the theater with, with me and Ben. And Ben was laughing at, for some of it. But I was like, I felt like the comedy was lost on some people. And yeah. I felt like the comedy yeah, was sure. just... No, there's some sure. great comedy The comedy there. is just character-based, though. There it's were not, some, you know... There were some... Uh, I definitely laughed at some moments. Yeah, it was so it was really funny. I mean, the guy with the, the Japanese wife. Oh, my gosh. The wives. That Way was too the, I, That made me too much. so bad. Oh, I lost my I was, mind laughing I just, I just both wanted, those times. I couldn't. I was... I, that, I that was on the verge in the theater. Yeah, I, I couldn't like, believe he put that in the movie. <laughs> yeah, that was on the verge of like in this point. That and I thought Bradley Cooper's character, like that whole long, he didn't, he didn't feel like a real person. Like it, it felt like kind of how you talk about like this feels like someone writing a script. It was like let me create this crazy, weird character oh, who's man. gonna say these things. Oh, I, I, I loved him, him so much. He, he was like funny, but. I feel like in other movies like um, Magnolia is so good about creating these really wacky characters who are they they're so out there but they feel like th- this could be a real person and who would like say these things like Tom Cruise's character in Magnolia is just like absolutely ins- the things he says are insane but you're like I could totally see so, how this could be a real person and then you see his story and explains how but like but um I mean, I Bradley if Cooper it was a movie there, about like, Bradley Cooper, you would have gotten that because it, you just well, needed more backstory. But not even that. Like, just hit. I just it felt like I was watching Bradley Cooper trying to to play a, a crazy character. I didn't get. I didn't huh. get the really? sense of like, oh, who's this guy? Like, why is he? I thought he's. I think he's amazing. I I, I was th- that was one of my favorite parts of the, yeah, the movie. I here. thought he yeah. was like. I thought he acted like. Uh, leagues around everyone else honestly like he he was like so Maybe. he's so uh menacing and i i mean i've met people who are on serious drugs like that like the dude he's not in his right mind like he's saying yeah. crazy stuff but I he's think, like yeah he's he's yeah. he's like coked out and he's like ma- he's like making real threats and you're like oh i don't know i i don't know if he's capable of this like that's another reason i thought the movie was gonna like go off the rails and yeah, yeah. like there were a lot of underlying little things in there though like we just touched on like commentary social commentary yeah social commentary with the japanese wives yeah and there's like you get the racism and the sexism yeah like you get Mm -hmm. this huge sense of 
of sexism in there and it's so I, I don't know like it's it kind of is a slow burn like you don't notice it right away but you're I mean, I noticed like it, it when that, when her boss slaps her her ass in the well, beginning. Well, yeah, but you like missed that's, that oh, you that. missed that. Yeah, that that was that, was, and she just kind of was like, like just rolls her eyes. It's just like wow, like yeah. no yeah. acknowledgement, just yeah, just yeah. ignoring. Yeah, him. I guess that is true. Like that's a pretty. I guess the other things throughout the movie, though, just how he carries that theme through it. That was one other really reason why I thought that maybe it was gonna go like off the walls crazy at the end was there's there was going to be something like traumatic that happened like when she yeah. gets the call from the senator yeah. or whatever that he's getting the candidate and he's like hey come to dinner yeah and she's like okay <laughs> yeah i was like oh this better not that go. that's the thing about the movie is the whole time you're like it, you're it, you're like feeling like anything could happen and and it's just like uh and like yeah, i want to yeah. see it again now that i know what it is because i feel like i was enjoying every single scene but i also had this like angst of like what if uh, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> somebody's like oh yeah you know and it's just like 100%. it feels like it's gonna get crazy and like yeah but then when it doesn't i i it's actually relieving i actually like i'm like he, good on him because it's not it, he didn't take advantage of all the movie things like it's just yeah. so yeah. subtle you maybe know? that's part of the what i'm feeling it's like i felt like i just wanted like it felt like it was all building up there just and weren't I, any I wanted cliches like, I, wanted I wanted some cliches <laughs> no, not cliches i just wanted one it's like <gasps> a story needs some sort of explosion yeah some moment yeah. where a major crisis throws everything out of control and then there's yeah. like consequences for it yeah yeah and i there see was, what you're saying yeah. so it was it's that's all i want i'm, I just I'm glad that. it didn't happen it's honestly. unconventional <laughs> yeah i'm glad but i totally understand what you're saying Luke, yeah. because i was feeling that at certain moments of the movie and i was like I wonder what, how this is going to be received. Like, I, I think people might hate this. <laughs> and I'm oh, enjoying yeah. it so much, yeah. but I still don't know what's going to happen. And, okay, uh, and then I'm realizing, like, my mind's wandering. i got to pay attention to the movie again. But, like, that kept happening in my mind as I'm watching it. Like, what same. is I had this? the same experience. Yep. Of, like, mm. your mind wandering? Yeah, no, of me knowing that people were not going to receive it well. Hmm. It seems but like it's got good reviews, but I don't know what people I think. I feel like it's because of the Haim sisters are in it because they're a really popular band. Yeah. I thought they were great. They're one of my oh, favorite parts. Yeah. They were Everything fantastic. that happened with Alana and like her household and mm -hmm. stuff, I thought was awesome. She's incredible. The uh, articles, I, I'm just clicking on a random article about the movie. What does it say? Oh. Are, uh, are audiences smart enough to handle ambiguity? Oh, shut up. And then it goes, <laughs> that is so critics of Licorice Pizza think the film could normalize anti-Asian mockery. Oh, my oh God. No. I, oh my get gosh. out Watch of here, the, the Atlantic. I thought that it, it was so interesting seeing how it's like, we've actually come a long ways. Like, you would never like he's he's displaying this because we know how like awful it is it's so terrible like hindsight's 2020 20. now everyone looks at it and it's like yeah that's pretty rude like that's pretty racist that's mm -hmm. pretty sexist yeah and at that time obviously it wasn't considered that way or maybe yeah. it was but it just no one said anything the, the worry of 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 the worry that people won't get certain things and they will they will think that like anything portrayed in a movie is then encur is encouraging yeah. it 
just me is so disrespectful to like every human being. <laughs> like watching, it's just like you're too stupid to figure it out. Oh, this <laughs> stuff <laughs> happened. You, you're gonna murder. watch it and just copy it. You stupid. <laughs> what like, people watch Psycho and they think it's okay to, uh, to kill people in the shower. It's I I hate I hate that that type of like rhetoric so much. It's so annoying. Yeah. I I gotta read more. I mean, I didn't read any interview with him. Uh, now I'm really interested in this article because it has actual. Uh, interviews with Paul Thomas Anderson like I, I it, that's so, what's so funny is it's like you can put stuff <laughs> like this in in your movie and then people think that that's like your view yeah it's ridiculous yeah. so you're a racist against this Asian is, people huh this, this is a t- no, this is a time in history <laughs> this is like a period piece in a sense it is and like you're writing realistic characters yeah yeah like that. Yeah. What are you gonna make a movie about the '70s and like everything was hunky dory and, and <laughs> no one had any issues with and each other? And it's two. It's two parts in the in the movie. Granted, it's the funniest moments in the movie, and it's funny because you know it's self-aware. It's mm. funny because it's yeah. if you were watching that in a movie from the '70s and they did that, thinking that it wasn't weird or it wasn't there wasn't anything you'd strange feel about it, a lot it more. you'd be like, yeah. "Oh God!" Because like I I have had that experience where you watch an old movie. And there's something in it where you're like, oh, they weren't seeing that for, they be, for being that was, wrong. Yeah. You know, and then you're like, oh, man. That, but even that, people are trying to almost get rid of that. Like, mm-hmm. like, oh, don't watch these movies anymore or boycott these movies or this is problematic. And it's like, no, you, you, you need that. You need to see those 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 movies to see that we're not there anymore and to see and to understand history and what what makes it different and like it doesn't automatically mean that this should just be like deleted from everyone's memory it's like character progression like you don't once the character is like at a healthier place you don't just delete the memory (laughs) of the character being in the worst place that they were before yeah like us as a culture you know whatever well, yeah, uh, it's, uh, like, uh, it's, it's like going through point. something traumatic as an individual. Like, do you want to? Maybe you do want to delete that from your from your. Some memory. people, that's but, their. But then, but then you wouldn't have any sort of like growth, and you wouldn't be the same person. It's yeah. like the it's like the Eternal Sunshine uh, of the Spotless Mind uh, plot, you know, where he, they try to delete the former lovers from their from their their brain. Right, right, yeah. And it has all these other consequences, and it's not that simple. And they they delete them, and then they end up falling in love again all over. You know, it's yeah. like y- it's like with um, uh, people who deal with ha- have had like traumatic things happen in their life, and then they the trauma stunts their uh, development, their brain development. Yeah, as like long that's as a, it's not dealt with. If it's yeah. not, oh, and it's painful to deal with it, and that's yeah. why yeah. it's stuffed down. But but that thing, like trauma, actually stunts mm-hmm. your mental growth. Yeah, and like that's seen in in young kids or girls who are like sexually, har- like uh, not harassed, but actually um, abused. abused. Uh, yeah, like th- there's a stunting of their like. So mm. yeah, uh, there's definitely like yeah. a need for acknowledgement and a need for for space that's safe, you know, to process things and to actually verbalize and then like get through something yeah. yeah there's like a place on the other side i don't know and why so that applies to movies too <laughs> i don't yeah. know why yeah right like it's such a <laughs> it's like a it's, whole another it's topic. interesting that people are zeroing in on that because i mean i thought like when i saw it i was like oh obviously this makes me uncomfortable and it's but it was, i thought it was funny as well um just the way it was portrayed as like being ridiculous 
Um, but I also I don't think it, it didn't seem to me like it was really a central part of the yeah the story uh, or or even that like it was a major part of what he wanted to do with the movie was like have yeah. some commentary on this. It just felt like part of the background of like here's the crazy world that people lived in in the seventies. Yeah. Well, the problem that I thought people would have with it, and maybe they do, I haven't looked into this, is the age gap. Yeah. yeah. I feel like the movie goes into like what two years or so. So maybe it's like fifteen to seventeen. I he's have still, no idea. He's still I actually, no, because no, the it, scene with sixteen. Bra- so it's oh, a year. Really? So it's a year. Yeah. With, yeah. Maybe. When the scene with Bradley Cooper, she says she's twenty-five. It like That's literally. Just, I thought like, she said she's not twenty-seven. Very much time passes. Oh wait. Yeah. She yeah. says I'm twenty. I'm twenty-five. Yeah. Oh yeah. She does that. Right. So so. I don't know what that meant. I don't know if she well, was lying. When she was talking uh, to Bradley Cooper, he she, was also super intimidating. Or was she trying? To, was she lying about being older because she wanted to impress him? Yeah, uh, that's like possible. it could be a number of. I don't things. know. So, let's say she's twenty-five to twenty-six. Yeah, and he's fifteen or sixteen. Either way, there's a big. It's not the, the, you know, <laughs> it's a ten-year. It's a, so good. In the props. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, right? I well, guess it's you know it's it's it's, it's yeah. weird. If the, I, if this was the other way around, there'd be no debate, right? Yeah, everyone would be like, "Yeah, she's 15, bro. You creep. You're 25. Get out of here." Yeah. yeah. But in the movie, it's she's 25. She's kind of a young 25. He's kind of a mature 15. Well, and he of, made the first move as well. Like he's straight up pursuing. He's her, pursuing like, her really hard, yeah. but like you could have a 15-year-old girl pursue a 25-year-old man really, and that really would be intensely. Mm, yeah, and it's yeah. like that would not be acceptable. It would be like really rough. So it's just it's interesting. I was thinking about it just like within myself. Like, is it just because I'm a guy that I'm accepting this in a movie? Because 15-year-old me would probably be like, well, you know, yeah. you know what I mean. But it's like, is yeah. it make it? I, I personally don't think it's the same. You know, I do think it is a slightly different if it, if the roles were were reversed. Yeah. I do. I don't think it's the exact same. Mm-hmm. But is that like a total double standard? And I was cu- I was curious what your thoughts were on that, Gracie. As a as a woman watching this, is it totally creepy? <laughs> it doesn't feel as creepy as like, <laughs> as like the it, it's this kind of the same. I have the same feelings about it because if it were reversed, I'd be like, no way. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is a different the, story. They wouldn't have made the movie exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah, I I kind of had hoped that this movie would happen within like over two years, to like when they get mm. together, he's he's eighteen. Our problems are solved, but he's, no, no. <laughs> it's he's legal. Literally, he's literally sixteen <laughs> yeah. years old at the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah. I think and it's a part of it is also like the the like the times like seventies were mm-hmm. such a weird time, like in terms of like yeah. sexual revolution and stuff. That's true. Just That's true. That Plus, just well, she knew that he was too young. Like, she says it. Like, yeah. He is too young. He's too young. Yes. Like, but is he? That's the thing. Like, she's. Um, that's why she's surface. so hesitant for so long, right? I yeah. mean, that, at least one of the reasons. She doesn't respect yeah. him fully. Yeah. But, so, yeah. Uh, she doesn't think that she, that he's at her level, at right. least in terms of age. But, but the, what I thought made it, you know, acceptable and, and a really interesting story is their emotional age and maturity yeah because which is when you look the at their it, maturity like they're really actually at the same level yeah mm-hmm. if, if anything he she's working for him a lot of the time yeah yeah and there but there are some times where you because he he does like because he's like this uh like businessman and has all the experience like you were saying he probably has more experience than her you start to feel 
like you, you don't feel like he's 15 the whole time you feel like oh he's like you know this businessman or whatever yeah. but then there are moments where he does things you're like that is so immature or like so and, you tell, yeah. and then you're like oh he is just 15 but the <laughs> another one of the weird like things that i don't know it kind of took me out of it sometimes but then it also i was it was kind of funny and, and charming the rest of the time was like uh just like his his business man uh persona persona and and how he just goes to, i didn't understand like how he just goes to this restaurant and they're like oh mr uh valentine like <laughs> um, we have a i'm like why are these people like bowing down to this 15 year old kid i and mean like, child star yeah he's a child, child star. star he's had yeah. he's had businesses with he his carries mom. himself yeah. really his, well uh that that restaurant was like a in in partnership with his mom's business yeah so they're 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 in a way working for his mom working for him you know because they're like business i thought he owned business i I thought they owned the restaurant yeah maybe they do um didn't he say that i I think that maybe yeah maybe there are times where it kind of like bordered onto uh like this almost like dream like a dream of like every 15 not every, but yeah. like a 15 year old kid, like, yeah. oh, if I could walk into a restaurant, they'd give me a seat. I could order a martini and like it, have it a. It feels like that way. It, it, it feels like a, a fantasy. You know, I didn't take it as like super face value. Like it does yeah. feel like kind of like a fantasy or like yeah. somebody telling, I don't mean that in a bad telling way. stories of their life over drinks. It yeah. feels it feels that way. And like objectively, is it like wrong for like a 25 year old woman to date a 15 year old like male? It's like. Well, according to the law, it is. According to, like, what do I think about it personally is, like, I don't know. It's, Maybe like, this weird thing where I'm, like, you, once you see that whole story played out, you're, like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, but, like, a common. Yeah. It, it just must be a commentary on how, on mm, what is emotional maturity. Like, what is maturity? I mean, yeah. there is a what law. Is, yeah, there is and, a law. And... Like, but are it, is are you just magically mature when you're 18 to no. date like a 30 year old? Because that's happening. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's well, that's it, what I'm saying. Like, age doesn't always define maturity. And 18 year olds get taken advantage of too. Yeah. So, 100. percent Yeah. It's like there's got to be a line. Obviously, you can't you can't just be like France. <laughs> <laughs> Does France not have? It? No. They, theirs is like they just it, recently is banned fif- incest. Is, is 15. Just recently. They what? Just <laughs> recently, they had to they be. They had to be told to ban that. Yeah, they can't. They just banned that you can't date or marry your cousins. Recently, <laughs> they didn't. Like they didn't do that. Like before, before recently, it was okay they're, legally. They're doing that. They do that. <laughs> uh, gotta love. Oh, gotta love. Gotta it, love is, it is France. You don't no, like <laughs> <laughs> their age of consent is fifteen. Yeah. Oh. Really. Yeah. Same as drinking age. Why? Why you do this? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Maybe, it's, maybe it's sixteen. Not that that makes a huge difference. No, I mean, yeah. I, in the reality, in reality, it's wrong. I mean, you like it should not happen. They should wait two years until yeah. he is at least to be at least old. to be a law-abiding citizen. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Well, part of part of I think why we feel that way through the stories because you're you're experiencing the story and you kind of feel like a kid when you're watching you feel like you're him like this like 15 year old kid going through it mm-hmm. and no no 50 year old kid would say to another to his friend who like had a 
25 year old girlfriend like oh this isn't right dude just be like, <laughs> or like oh. be no, you'd be like tight bro <laughs> like, way to go yeah so you're 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 brought down like you're in the his childhood uh, with him i know it's, it's so like weird. not thinking through everything yeah because as soon as you said that I'm like that sounds like a parent saying that but it's the right thing <laughs> <laughs> well but so, that's but not what we want if we didn't yeah. have that law Oh, this is gonna start getting into. I don't know. If I, I don't know. You guys want to talk about the plot? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the pacing. <laughs> I did I have, have a couple thoughts about the okay, pacing. Okay, yeah, I was about to go down a rabbit hole. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe we should. <laughs> you, yeah, no, yours makes more sense. Okay, so I, I just was wondering how you guys felt ab- about how much of it you were like, how many of those vignettes were you really invested in, versus like. Mm. Um, you know, just cause I felt myself in the beginning, like pretty invested, like pretty interested in the story. And then definitely like my interest level was like pretty much like this yeah, through the middle, especially when it got to like them selling the mattresses and stuff. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, this yeah. is pretty boring. Uh, not really there boring, was like but a, it was a just full, like, like three minute scene that was just them loading mattresses into a truck. Yeah, and I was like, I love the soundtrack and the feel, but I was also like, this is. I was definitely so it was like this, and then as soon as they, they, uh, I think it was when they loaded the mattress mattresses and went to Bradley Cooper's. I just went, yeah, yeah right back up, think, and that I pulled me like it sucked me back in. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just wondering like how many because, mm. um, and then the other scene that was so captivating was the Sean Penn and uh. uh Tom, Tom Yates? Tom Waits. Tom Waits. That was so wild. I thought she that was going to die. That was a fantastic die. I thought scene. she was going to die. Yeah, there's so many good standalone things. I mean, that montage you're talking about where you're, like, your interest is going down, like, I remember thinking that I was amazed that I was interested because yeah. I'm like, plot-wise, plot nothing is saying, hey, there's, like, this setup, and I hope they get to do the thing. Right, right. Yeah. There's no plot device used it's just like hey they're doing this now yeah i think it's just i think yeah you don't know where that characters oh i just remembered the other you what about the character that scene that scene just seems to be like you getting to like know the characters more yeah i felt like the way it was the progression of their relationship in a sense yeah like to me it was showing like a level of collaboration that they're now entrepreneurs together yeah and I liked that, but I also just liked the way it was being filmed. Like I was just enjoying, I was like, I'm enjoying the way this is all put together where I became that much more impressed with the movie where I was like, (laughs) there's not any reason for this to be like super intriguing. Like, cause like on on paper, it's so just like whatever, but he's created this, this, this world with these characters that are, that are alive now that, and like the way he was shooting it, I was just like, I'm in, but yeah, yeah, I definitely did feel like overall, I had a, a similar journey where I was like, I'm like really into it, and I'm kind of like, yeah. oh, this is pretty good, and, and I was waiting a little bit, and then like towards yeah. the end, I was like, oh, this is amazing again, and then it was sort of drifting again towards the end, and then the very ending, I was like, oh, mm. this is cool, yeah. like I really liked it. The other thing about that was like, well, I don't hate the like, I really like that vignette style, you know, like almost like these it's very book episodic, chapters. yeah, yeah, episodic, yeah, and. I enjoyed that. I thought that it was a really clever way of like, we, you know, we don't see movies like this too often. It, it kind of has like an old style. Yeah. Um, but it just makes sense that some of them are going to be more interesting than others. It's very similar to 
how he uh, the rest of his films though he d- does that a lot in uh, like the like rest Mangle- magnolia is like an extreme case of that um but even i thought that it was different though because it's like there's all these different stories that are intertwined and yeah like but it's all it's all these like still vignettes these vignettes of like some uh yeah specific like two things coming together a situation a um crossing of like paths mm-hmm. that is like this inc- like an incident that do- that like yeah it's just like an interesting little story on its own um i thought that for me my magnolia watching experience was m- more like puzzle pieces and trying to see where things connected yeah and uh, with you know uh yeah. pineapple pizza <laughs> you just don't it's just two people so yeah you're just like waiting like no but i think the the form is still similar okay it's just like to a different extent yeah um but that it kind of brought up as i was thinking about it on the drive home and like still debating whether i really uh like the movie or, or trying to decide what i thought about it um I, I was just thinking about like yeah that that idea of like story structure and because i was trying to i was trying to like figure out does um what where are the points of like a three-act structure were in this film in this movie in this movie if they were there yeah so so a question would be do do you think you could identify um a three-act structure in it at least you know the the basic like makings of one and do you think that uh or what are your views on three-act structure and the necessity of it in a movie and whether it can be a good story um when it doesn't adhere to that or if it plays around with it or yeah like i, I think have, it was I have my thoughts but i think i i can uh, for some reason i can't do this for the f- first and second act but i think that the third act started when after the box driving incident and she goes and gets a job for yeah. for the governor the guy that's running for yeah. mayor or governor i feel like that kind of starts the third act of her character which is i think we kind of decided that this movie is actually about her not about gary and so Mm -hmm. i feel like that's kind of where the third act would start yeah because that the biggest shift there is she like all of a sudden out of nowhere is like i want to change the world and like uh, goes into this and she's very conflicted about the fact that she's hanging out with gary and his friends yeah like she's like we almost died they're all teenagers yeah like 10 years younger than me what the hell am i doing well she asks her friend or her sister or her something sister, like yeah. do you do you think it's weird that i hang out yeah. with like gary and her friend and he, she's just like no and you she's know, like well i think so yeah she's like i think it's weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah no if you look if you look at it mostly as her story i think you can find a structure to it um because there's definitely it's like there. there's just like subtle. <laughs> there's like high there's definitely like a high point where they're both like working together and making all this money and stuff and then there's um, separate a, a descent from there. Um, yeah. That'd be interesting to go through and try to map out like a, yeah. a map out like the different points. I feel like the inciting incident actually happens really early on because it's just them meeting. Yeah. And then her choosing to go on the date. Yeah. Like because there's not really a setup of their normal lives before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what? We You just you know what I mean? Like they yeah. just get uh, you get little teases of like yeah i was you know I, i'm a um 
child actor and I act and then uh, you know my mom and I do this stuff and we get little like snippets of yeah. like you can picture what his life was and then her life I think you know seeing her home life and yeah well I think it actually might start when she goes on she goes as his chaperone because that's like really when well, and that's when she, she meets connected. her yeah. boyfriend she meets her boyfriend and then he comes back to the house and he says he's an atheist and his de- his, <laughs> that was his parents get so scene. mad that was a great I, scene. she's like devout jews and she goes out like, like what does your penis look like <laughs> <laughs> show it to me the way, the way that, that they so cut funny. that together where they're just like whip panning over him yeah like just like a, a normal scene. penis <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's so funny. (laughs) Circumcised, you're a Jew. (laughs) (laughs) That was so funny. Yeah, Uh, that that feels like a turning point for her. I I don't know the exact moments that I would say would be like six six plot points or three act structure or anything, but it's I definitely think it's in there with those major chapters of yeah, like ending with after chaperoning because she was like excited to do that at first it felt like getting her out of her old life and her in her routine but then then the next chapter is her feeling like maybe i can work with this kid and maybe he'll help me you know maybe Mm -hmm. go go places and then she's realizing like oh this is not actually meaningful to me what's meaningful to me is changing the world after that yeah like the whole incident with the the trucks it's like it it is it's her journey of like finding herself and then realizing that like it's okay to i think like be honest (laughs) with where she's at and happens to be that she's in love with uh, an underage kid and (laughs) And it's it's a happy ending and it's a beautiful thing somehow (laughs) i almost wonder i don't know if this necessarily fits but the whole because there's uh, it's not as as commonly talked about, but some people will say like that there's like the called action of like the hero, like inciting incident. And then there's like the hero's, uh, the re- hero's reluctance at that first call mm. and maybe like a refusal of the call at first. Yeah, there's and definitely then, that. Yeah, refusal of the call. And then there's some sort of incident that actually turns them around and then they accept kind of the journey and then they go on it. Mm-hmm. I wonder if her have that whole section with her um that uh with lance that other boyfriend um is like her reluctance kind of and hesitating to like get into a relationship with yeah with him and then that like phone call is like some sort of inciting incident and then that that brings her back and then like because she doesn't come back to him until He's at that weird like teenage fair thing and still selling and starts selling those yeah, mattresses, when, right? When he gets um, arrested. Yeah, yeah. Oh, then yeah. That's, that's a big deal. That's that a, big a big moment. Deal. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, so, "No way, am I letting this kid get hurt?" There's definitely no like <laughs> there's some clear plot points, and I think to your earlier point, um, just about the it, almost feeling like it's just random, like a hodgepodge of mm-hmm. of little vignette stories. I felt like every scene was revealing aspects of the characters yeah. and their motives, like yeah. just in yeah. subtle ways. But you know, there, there's the obvious ones, like chasing after him, mm-hmm. uh, the police car, and then telling him to get out. And it's yeah. like that's a very obvious display that she like, you know, has a feelings for him yeah. and appreciates him, even if it's not like a love. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I didn't think it was like a hodgepodge, like just random events. It feels like that, but, but when you start yeah, dissecting, you you're like, no, it's it is intentional. It just yeah. it's do, it's not doing it in a way that we're used to seeing. And like yeah. It's yeah, the only thing where I thought that style or structure was was lacking a little bit was that 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 there aren't many consequences from each of those scenes that 
carry over to other parts yeah, of the story. Yeah, that is such an interesting but, aspect like of it. The uh, like the scene with Sean Penn, like it's like you saying you think she's gonna die, and it, it like feels so the stakes are so high, and then it's like bloop, bloop, she falls off the back of the motorcycle, and like nothing happens to her, and they carry on. Yeah, oh, I, mean, I was it, like, it I love I, that though. It felt it's, so much like a real like 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 someone telling a real story. And it's like yeah. I was about to go, and then I fell off, and, and thankfully I, think, I didn't break my bones. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was. I think it was um pta's way of saying like this isn't about what's happening it's about them yeah you right. know like because because like you you hear all of this craziness going on in the background in that scene but you would just see them yeah mm -hmm. that's, that's all true. that you're you're uh, just and, seeing the and, looks they're giving each other yeah and as they're as they're walking away like there's chaos going on around them and they're it's just we're focused on them you know yeah, yeah. and like when every one of these scenes happens it's like they're the only person each other has yeah like the, the f these like pivotal moments in their life uh him getting arrested or her falling off the bike and everything like nobody cares mm -hmm. <laughs> except for you know gary yeah, except person. for her yeah. it's like um and i think i think they did he did a great job of showing the in-between moments that that is what makes this like so believable and like meaningful is like you get these little cutaway shots of just like reactions or like hyper close-ups of just like her looking at him and you just feel her thoughts and like what she's processing yeah. like those are the pivotal little sequences that like are missing so many times in movies of just those like quiet moments or like those in-between things that yeah. like cutaways or like someone else is talking and our main character is like listening but there's so much else going on in their eyes and they're like or they're wandering and the camera stays on her to show like she's there but not really like you know what i yeah. mean and, like mm -hmm. here's why and like you get those little moments and that that made me just like i was like okay i get yeah. i get what's going on like i have felt like this <laughs> you know and it's yeah. just like it's crazy yeah that's powerful um i felt like one other uh, did you have another thought I don't know. I feel like we could, should wrap soon. I have a lot of thoughts, but well, um, yeah. I uh, I just thought that one other aspect of just that feeling of it being so like real uh, and yeah. just kind of a, a almost like this true story was the casting as well. Like it just so played into this feeling of like you're not seeing uh, th these huge recognizable names as the two main characters. And yeah. It's like, Oh yeah, we're gonna go see <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> sure, yeah. Um, yeah. but it's like these two kind of non-actors or you know really early actors. Yeah, um, giving this, these incredible heartfelt performances. Yeah, in these situations and scenes that feel very un Hollywood in a way. Yeah, in Hollywood. In Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, and so it just like I felt like everything was adding up. He's trying to like bring all these ingredients together to give you this uh, kind of a movie and experience that you don't get in other movies. That's just like slice of life. Yeah. Yeah. A licorice pizza slice of life. <laughs> you you want to know what I thought was the best performance of the whole movie? Tell me that casting lady that they go see. Oh my gosh. Oh man. Yeah. She was, oh my she, God. That she woman. was amazing. She's really good. That was a great it's scene. Like, Mentions her Jewish nose and like <laughs> I was I was she's like, like no, you're, that the, the part where she's like you're like a, you got fighting you she's like you're, you're like, like a, a you, you come in here pretend like you're all pretty but you're a pit bull <laughs> or something it's like I love it 
I, like just that close up of her face for it's those so lines. Good. You don't know. And ha- the changes her so face goes funny. through. That was that so I think, captivating. Yeah. I yep. was like, that was might be the best part of the whole movie. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it was so good. Do you fence? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You play sports? <laughs> it's so good. Well, you do nude scenes? Yeah. No. no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like you're gonna lose out on work. <laughs> she was so fun. Well, I I did one last thought I had about like story structure and stuff. Well, it was it was interesting to me that like, because I was trying to think, like I said, reflect on if I could find the structure. But it's just interesting that like just a little bit, a f- couple minutes of reflecting on it, you can immediately start to identify yeah. Yeah. where the pieces are. Mm. And it just like reaffirms for me because I was going I was struggling. I was like, because I'm really like a believer in that that structure is there and like yeah. in all stories and behind like mm. so much meaning of what how we create things. And and some people aren't as much and, and they're like, oh, but what about this movie so good? And it do- doesn't look like that at all. But if you it's just like an affirmation of like if you yeah. really look, dive into even the things that seem like they break the conventions like there's that structure underneath everything yeah. like even in college my professor he had us watch um uh what's the christopher nolan film where everything's in revert like memento not, yeah memento and he's like if you break this down like it is like the three act story structure like reversed and it's like oh, it's perfect wow. yeah that's like, crazy <laughs> it just blew my mind it's the best that movie's so good yeah <laughs> Um, well, I, I would say this movie is like eight out of 10 for me. I yeah. really liked it. You're kind of like, yes and no. Mm-hmm. But what, what would you, would you, would you give it a rating or would I you would, recommend it? Or? I would just give it slight, slightly less than like seven and a half, but it was like, that's still, every, really, that's still really, yeah. really good. Yeah. Uh, it's ev- everything like that's all because of the craft. Like you're talking about the, the writing of the dialogue, the, the acting, the camera, everything. I was like, this is just like, you know, obviously a man at the height of his directing craft yeah. power. He knows how yeah. to make But it's just like to, to take it to that next level for me, you have to, it has to like transcend to some other like really meaningful, really emotional. Mm. Uh, I really care about the characters and like felt like I had something to grasp onto the whole story. And it's like, wasn't quite there. sure. Yeah. I did have that, but I totally understand why somebody wouldn't. I, yeah, I feel like, yeah. What, what, what do you think? I don't know. It's when I walked out, I thought probably a seven because mm-hmm. there was a, like definitely moments where I was like losing interest. I didn't, you know, emotionally connect with the characters, but I really respected his attempt to tell a story about two somewhat disconnected characters and very yeah. like yeah. Uh, emotionally kind of immature characters and see if you can make a story that's compelling with them. Yeah. Um, well, so if you're saying seven, then I got to say six because I feel I, I liked it. Well, I'm, I wasn't yeah. done with my rating. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, that that's what I was feeling right immediately after. And then it, I think that the, over the next day of reflecting it and talking about it with Gracie, it came up with me and I liked it more. Like the, the more I reflect about it and see it for, as a whole thing, I like it more. Yeah, mm. so it's somewhere between a seven and an eight for me. Yeah. Maybe a seven point eight. <laughs> <laughs> I would say I had, having talked with you guys about it now, it has bumped it up a little bit yeah. for me. I would have said lower when I was first coming in. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I think I'd say the same, like 
Somewhere between a 7.5 and an 8. <laughs> and if you want an in-depth discussion <laughs> about film ratings and putting numbers and stars to films, then go check out our other episode. Our we'll put it here in the description. <laughs> we'll put episode. it here. I think, Epis- it, which yeah. episode? I think I love... I really... I'm one of those people that doesn't have to have a really strong story structure. Like, mm-hmm. I love ambiguity mm-hmm. so yeah. much. So you, as long so you as can't... That article is wrong. You can handle the ambiguity i'm i'm the same way i like i mean well i know you're a big Li- richard linklater fan like the yeah. before series and oh. everything like they feel really aimless oh. they're 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 oh. just like two people talking oh but there there's structure there but it is very just like i like that sort of just like let me i like the experience yeah um yeah it's d- so interesting that you would like the richard linklater movies and Me? feel like they have more structure than oh before sunrise licorice pizza oh, the before series yeah definitely like before sunrise has it, has some i mean you fairly just clear, you just care so much about those characters in that those films uh, but, yeah. uh anyways and this is that's another video for another time well let us know if this is a super creepy inappropriate movie <laughs> or if you liked it and We'll see you Good next night. time. And if you want to be on the podcast, <laughs> you can email us at info at votaryfilms.com. Cody at votaryfilms.com. <laughs> <laughs> Is Cody still over there? Oh, he's been loving listening to this, hasn't he? No. Did we just His spoil the whole movie? Uh, I, I mean, I, kn- I know themes and stuff that I know are themes in it that I had no, I had no I idea had about it, but I have to be very careful, very careful not to listen to it. Very careful not to listen to it. I'd be interested. I'm just to hear repeating what, what Cody's been saying into the mic. So you guys know. <laughs> it was like a weird echo. Yeah, All I right. think he liked it. All right, bye everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>